Welcome to Idle Talk. Today, I think we got a little shorter episode going on today. I got a couple topics that I want to talk about, uh, but I got my, I'm got i going to be playing with this this entire time for my audio listeners. It's a little project that I'm working on. Um, as you know, that I've been trying to soundproof the, the room and whatnot, but I have some leftover foam from this carrying case that I brought, that I bought, bought, I bought it. Uh, for the microphones, we will travel, we will pack up the microphones in the case. That way they're safe and secure and uh, they don't move in the case. So, But this is all the foam that I had to take out of it in order to cu- to make the, the cutouts for the microphones to fit snugly. So that's what I have on me right now. It's just in front of me. I've been working on it. I worked on it yesterday. I actually had a lot of, a lot of progress done, but I ran out of Gorilla Glue. Um, and... Gorilla glue, gorilla glue is a tank. Like I walked into this room after like working on it for so long, and I, you know, went to get something to eat, and I went food shopping, and I came back in the room. I was like, "Damn, wonder what prolonged like use in in a room like that would do to my health." But um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. It's rough for sure because these are all the the cutouts that I chose to take out and mold that case, but. It's looking pretty rough, but I'm pretty proud of it. I think I'm going to add on to it, but I'm going to add on to it in different sections. That way, the more layers they are, the more uh, the sound waves beat through and then don't have a chance to bounce back out. So I might put like a big F here and I'm going to hang it up back here, um, which, you know, I'm constantly changing the background. So I think that's cool and on its own. But yeah, this is something, a little DIY project I've been working on. I made a light tube. And I'm going to hang it up there. I already did it. It's already done. Hooked, fell down when I when I put on this other light I had mounted up there. But So I'm going to leave it chilling there for a while, see what happens. But um, I had it up there originally, but it wasn't producing that much light. And that was on purpose. I wanted it to be diffused and not look harshly. Because whenever you buy, um, I want to say those lighting strips, it's always it, it looks ugly. I think, I personally think, everyone with lighting strips, that that shit looks ugly. Because it's just like little beads of light. Like, you see the beads, and it's and it's honestly, it's honestly bad. Like, it just looks terrible. So, I, I bought a tube, and I sandpapered the tube. And it looks better. It looks cleaner. It looks much, much better. In my opinion, I, I think that that style looks better than the natural just lighting strips being out all the time. Cause I feel like if you if you're sitting in a room with it, it'll catch your eye every single time, and it'll just bead onto your eye. And so I think personally, just diffused is always better when it comes to so many things. This just fell out because I was playing with it. <laughs> anyway, um, so idle talk this week. What do we got on the schedule? We've been idly talking for a bit. You know, catch it up with me and the things that I've been doing. Uh, uh, back to this keyboard again. Pretty good, you know. No, no complaints. All oh, last week's episode, I finished recording it and I went to sit down because the chair I'm using right now is like pretty uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie to you, but I'm thugging it out. Like how we do. I wake up, I raw dog life, you know. No coffee, no energy drinks. Just wake up, just take life as it as it is. You know, a lot of people think I'm crazy that way. Like every conversation I've had, or I've always I've always said that sentence. I wake up and I just raw dog life. Like whatever happens happens. But um. Yeah, I sat in the in my recliner and then my laptop died. <laughs> no, not like 
the battery was lost. Like, no, like this shit died completely. And it said no bootable drive on my main hard drive. I'm like, that's where I have Windows installed. Like, what do you mean no bootable drive? So, you know, I did what all tech enthusiasts gonna make you do. Turn that shit on. Turn that shit off again. So I did. I turned it off, turned it back on, turned it off, turned it back on, and then it, it worked, finally. And it asked me, hey, do you want to fix your drive? And I was like, might as well, right? Of course I want you to fix my drive computer. Like, come on. Obviously. But that was a... Well, that was a little heart attack that I had last week. And then I was like, oh my God, the video was done. Like, I, it's just, I'm going to have to use the video audio. And that sounds bad. Oh my God, I was panicking. I was like, no way this just happened. Like, right before rent was due, I was struggling. I was like, ain't no way I got to buy a computer right now. I was really just about to lose my mind. It's like, oh my God, and if I get a computer, I'm going to have to get a PC again. Because, like, I would stream off my laptop sometimes. And it's like, I can't get a Mac, even though I know a Mac's going to work and it's going to last me a long time. But I can't stream off a Mac because Mac fucking sucks in, sh- in streaming. Uh, but then it's going to hinder me from streaming at all. And then I would have to just be like, I'm going to just be going hard on the podcasting stuff. Won't be able to stream. Well, I haven't been streaming, by the way. So I got to get back on there. It's October. It's a perfect month to just buy some spooky games and stream that all October long. But, um, yeah, I was stressed out of my mind. I was like, no way. Ain't no way this thing just died. Like, no way. I was so stressed. So stressed. I texted everybody I knew. I was like, no way my shit just died right now. I was about to cry. I was about to be mad, sad. But, no, we're here. We're live. We're back. Hopefully you don't die. Please. I'm begging you, computer. This is so cool. I'm sorry. (laughs) But this is so cool. I like it. I'm going to keep working on this and make it, you know, version one. This little soundproofing panel that I decided to kind of hand make but you know we'll see how that project goes but I just finished having a conversation about a topic that I think is like super interesting to think about but it is how much are you willing to spend on a wedding ring and after the discussion with the boys obviously we're out here just having these conversations but um one of them said that somebody said that they wanted at least 10,000 for the ring I was like what 10k for a ring for an engagement ring like because you gotta you can buy that you gotta buy an engagement ring and then you gotta buy the actual wedding ring right that's how weddings work i don't know i've never been married but like i mean for the engagement ring it's just clout right at that point it's like oh look at my engagement ring right and like some people take like two years to get married after they get engaged so like in my head it's like okay i can see why they're like, give me 10K for that ring. That way, if you take your sweet-ass time getting married, then, you know, you got that flashy-ass wedding ring. But then I'm like, I feel like if I get engaged, I'm going to get married, like, <laughs> like six months later, the most, I think. Whatever the minimum time it, is, it takes to plan a wedding, I want, I want that. I'm not trying to take that two years. Like, that shit is ridiculous. But, yeah, I'm not trying to take two to three years, like, to finally get married. I think that's whack, like. If you get engaged, please get married as soon as possible. Because I, f- I feel like, why wait that long? You know, like, what is the point of waiting that long? Like, I guess, I guess COVID gives people an excuse. Like, oh, yeah. it was just COVID. Couldn't get married. But now, like, thinking about it before, I'm like, oh, I've been engaged four years. What? 
four years? Why? That's just all that pops in my head is why are you engaged for that long? But I don't know. So the question that I want to ask you guys is how much are you willing to spend for an engagement ring? How much are you willing to spend for your wedding day ring? Um, I was going to say if I like the girl, but I feel like if I'm going to marry her, I have to like her, right? I have to like them. So I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like if I'm in the position to go all out, I probably will, you know, as a surprise. Be like, oh, ha, here, here's a million dollar ring. I got it from Mr. Beast in a video or something like that. But, oh, man, that guy that had that jewelry challenge, all he could spend, bruh, I would have I got, like, an engagement ring and a wedding ring, just held that shit. Like, oh, it's not a view when I got it. Psych, got it for free. <laughs> but, yeah, question. How much are you willing to pay? And for my ladies out there, how much should a man be spending on a wedding ring for you? Think about it for yourself. Not as, not as a group, but for yourself. How much should they be spending on a wedding ring? And let me know. I'm interested to hear the numerical values that people put on rings. So let me know right here, down there. Comment, YouTube comments or IG comments or that's it. TikTok comments, my bad. TikTok, forgot we had a TikTok channel. Okay, we got that. TikTok, follow us on TikTok, Idol Talk Pod. Follow us on Instagram, Idol Talk Pod. Follow us on YouTube, Idol Talk follow us subscribe please Oops. we got 11 subscribers first of all one day it was at six and the next day it was at 11 so for the five people that just came in and tuned in thank you for the six people that was out there with me in these streets thank you appreciate that okay moving on I'm getting out getting these plugs out the way i want to talk about um Kyrie irving NBA vaccination protocols and status and do elite athletes need to get vaccinated let's start with the latter first because that's that's what I'm more excited about do elite athletes need to be vaccinated because I feel like when people are like oh, I don't know what it's gonna do with my health I don't know what's gonna do this like I don't know how my body's gonna take it right I feel like personally if you die you die bro you're a regular person like you don't gotta worry about that like, I get it. It's your life. But at the end of the day, what do you do? What do you do that's so important that you're like, ah, I can't get vaxxed. I'm too important. What if I die? What if it makes me sick, you know? But when elite athletes on any sport, right? We're just talking about the NBA in particular with Kyrie Irving and his situation. Um, their, their bodies are actually <laughs> their methods of making money. And so I can see why professional athletes may be hesitant on not taking the vaccine, right? Because we, we hold them on a pedestal, on a superior superior uh, standard than us, right? So why can't they, like, uno reverse it back? Like, they could be like, hey, I'm an athlete. I'm more superior than you because you've put me on this pedestal. Why can I not decline to take the vaccine because I literally don't know what it will do to my body and my body is making me money and off the fact that it's make, keeping you entertained right because a lot of people are getting mad at Kyrie Irving and other players like Cole Beasley in NFL who didn't want to take a vaccine he didn't want to take his vaccine and I feel like I feel like everybody just has the right to do whatever they want like 
Kyrie Irving clearly it's said that if he doesn't get his vaccine, he might miss home games because it's the protocol in New York and Brooklyn. That's where they play. The, on the, he's on the Brooklyn Nets. That uh, their protocols are like that. People need to be vaccinated to attend sporting events, and that might trickle down to the players. You need to be vaccinated to attend and participate in these sporting events. I'm not saying he's wrong, but I'm not saying he's right either. I feel like he he's the vice president of the NBA PA, I think. Um, the Players Association. I think he's the vice president of it. And I feel like he is expressing the opinion that maybe a lot of people don't want to express because maybe they're not Kyrie Irving, you know? A lot of people made that comparison in the NFL that, you know, a lot of players not getting paid the millions and millions of dollars don't want to speak up because they can easily be cut or traded or, like, they they're, they feel replaceable in that, in that manner. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I feel like Kyrie Irving hasn't specifically given any reasons why he doesn't want to take his vaccine. But then it just goes to the fact, like, do elite players need to? Like, like I'm, I'm considering everybody from the worst guy in the NBA to the best guy in the NBA, no matter who you think that is, Kevin Durant, LeBron, or, like, Giannis. Like, I'm considering the worst guy in the NBA. Only I consider them elite athletes because clearly they have to be, right? They're in the NBA. They're in the NFL. They're in the Major League Baseball. Like, I consider everybody there elite athletes, either if you're making $100,000 or hundreds of millions of dollars. You're, you're an elite athlete all the same. We require this vaccination to do a lot of things, to do a lot of jobs, to attend a lot of events, indoor, outdoor, doesn't matter. But maybe I feel like we should have spent another year in the NBA bubble. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Fuck the fans. I hate all y'all anyway. Like, y'all pushing to get in sport, to get to attend in in stadium events and, like, not thinking about how is, how is that affecting players, that they're going to have to get peer pressured, basically, into taking vaccines. Meanwhile, their whole career is taking care of their bodies, and they, frankly, are too busy doing that, too busy participating in the, in the sport, practicing, doing all that, and now they have to worry about fuck, I gotta take this vaccine, people are telling me no, people are telling me yes, I'm literally just, the season starts tomorrow, like, for example, like, like, media day was just the other week, and it's like, okay, media day marks, okay, the season's about to start soon, because the media's getting all their questions, everybody's in their uniform, taking pictures, you know, doing not all that craziness, like, media day isn't just a half-hour session you get to see on the internet, media day starts at, like, 4 o'clock in the morning, and it runs until, like, 6, 7, PM at night, maybe even maybe even longer, because media day is crazy. I think we should have spent one more year in the bubble, just to be safe. Put them all down in Florida. Let's get another bubble year, because I think we're going to see a lot of things in this upcoming NBA season, this current NFL season. We're going to see a lot of injuries, and um, we're just going to see, are they COVID-related? Is it because you had COVID before? Is it because you took the vaccine? A lot of speculation is going to happen this upcoming seasons, and we're just going to have to wait and see. You know, we're going to have to wait and keep our eyes focused on that stuff and see where where it takes us. But I'm excited, truly, I'm excited to see what the new protocols and procedures are going to be, because I know that the NBA is a is an amazing sport to watch. I love watching it. Um, but I'm interested to see how the NFL and the NBA react to these new things 
and how they're going to treat players and how they're going to handle people not getting their shots because they're already doing fines in the NFL, right? You're going to get fined every week, I think. I forgot what the, what the amount of money was, but I, I saw this meme on the NFL memes IG page uh, where somebody was like, I'm not getting vaccinated, and then the next week they got fined. And then the day after they got fined, they could they got their shots. Like I feel like we shouldn't be doing that to people, right? We shouldn't be fining them for wanting to be cautious about a thing like that. But at the end of the day, sometimes when people ask them, are they vaccinated? And they go off on a tangent or something that makes them look absolutely ridiculous just because it's a vaccine. You know, you often lose those battles. Oftentimes you lose those battles. But um, it's interesting nonetheless to see where this goes. All right. Last thing that I want to talk about is America is going to run out of money. What does that mean? Frankly, I can't give you the answer to that. I don't know what it means. I've been keeping my eye on that story for like the last month or so because there's a lot of chit chat on the internet like, oh, based on how our debt um, default structure is going to go, blah, 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 big words, big words. But then it came out last week that by October 18th, America's going to run out of money. And it's like, okay, cool. Interesting that we just decide to tell people that, right? And what it's going to lead to, most likely, is going to be a government shutdown again where uh, a lot of federal workers aren't going to be able to do their jobs. They're not going to be able to get paid, so they're going to give them the time off. Uh, the mail is going to run, as always. You know, we figured that out during COVID that the government doesn't run the mail the United States Postal Service, apparently, they just bullied them in, the, <laughs> in that capability. Remember when everyone was donating to the post office by buying uh, stamp books? They're like, yeah, let's just buy stamp books, give them some money. But um, the mail will run just fine. A lot of hospitals and stuff are private anyway, so you wouldn't worry about uh, hospitals being shut down, things like that, which is fucked up, right? Hospitals are privatized. That's why ambulance costs are like $15,000 because they fucking hate you um, but government will shut down most likely uh, employees won't have jobs they won't ha- they'll have their jobs they just won't have to go to work because they're not going to get paid so don't go to work um, so there's always going to be like a skeleton crew left behind you know I, f- I think our regular government you know the president and shit like that I think they'll still be doing things clearly someone has to be in charge for a bit while everybody else doesn't do nothing. So there'll be a skeleton crew, you know, running the country for a bit. I don't know how Congress is going to handle that shutdown because they get paid a shit ton of money. Senators, too. They get paid a lot of money. So let's see what they do. I'm interested to see what the what con- how Congress handles the the no money situation. But um, it's said that our markets are going to crash. It'll be catastrophic. It'll be catastrophe. Be catastrophe or markets shut down. Um, so if you got money right now, right, I'm not gonna say go panic and go buy shit you don't need, but like if the star markets crash and you got extra money, I would say just invest that shit while you have it, right? Um, I think Warren Buffett said like buy when people are fearful and sell when people are greedy or some shit like that. Something something along those lines. If I, find, if I remember to look up the quote, I'll put it right here, the actual quote. Uh, but, yeah, so that's a good strategy. If it, if our markets go down and you got the money, invest, invest in our markets. Invest in some stocks. 
and some other things. Maybe maybe buy some gold, some physical investments, like buy some gold, like jewelry, or you could buy gold bars too. But gold bars are like seven thousand dollars. So if you got that, buy an entire gold bar, you know, because it's like you could just store it, keep it in a safe, and it'll gain value every year. It'll lose value every year, however you see, and whenever you need it, just cash in your gold bar. Um, I have a plan to get my phone out. I got a plan how to fix America. I got this, guys. Don't worry. I got us. My plan to restructure America's budget. First, as we've been saying, defund the police. That's easy. Just take away money from them. Like, bam. You don't get money. You don't get money, right? Let's defund all the police. Um, I think we should defund in-person schools and fully move to online class. I think that's the future. I think that people will learn better in that situation. I feel like the only people complaining are the only people that don't know how to fucking use a computer, don't know how to turn on a fucking webcam, like don't know how don't know how to fucking use like Microsoft Teams, like Excel. All them people that hate that shit, they're the ones complaining. I think. Um, I think we should move to fully online schools, and here's why, right? Of course, there'll always be a need for in-person things, right? But I think um, moving everything fully online helps teachers make more money and here's why they can they can spend not spend they can sell their skills because it's always going to be parents who want the best for their children right every you're not going to meet a parent that doesn't want the best for their kids like especially if they're if they're willing to put them in a nice school if they're willing to get them tutors right so let's take that some of that tutoring money teachers can now have miniature classes and get paid for those classes right Imagine you got five or six kids, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to be teaching from two to four. I only have six slots available. It's going to be about 300 bucks a kid for a month, or let's say. like, So imagine, like, what's three times six? 18. That's $1,800 a month. Um, and that's only for one day of the week. And so you imagine you work three days out of the week. What's well, 1,800 times three? You do the math, because I'm already confusing the fuck out of myself. But I'm, I'm sure that that's a pretty nice income. A month as a teacher, as opposed to what they're making now. So let's take away money from cops. Let's let's slash our military budget in half, please. I feel like we have the military capability. I'm sorry if I look weird. Like while thinking what I was gonna say, Mil- military capability of like three countries. I feel like if we slash it in half, we'll still be fine, right? We'll still be good. We won't we won't be that vulnerable. I don't think because we have a shit ton of things already. So let's slash our military budget in half. Let's defund some of the police money. Let's let's get that out of there. Let's get rid of the re, the in-person classes, right? Let's get rid of that because now we're paying extra for what? For nothing. Let's do everything online. Instead of getting rid of those buildings that we use for schools, so maybe we should convert them into um, tutoring centers instead. That way it's shorter. You come in once, twice, three times a week, whatever you may want it to be, and you get your money's worth because you're down to a condensed size. That way, teachers can do more things and not absolutely kill themselves every day to for, like, notebooks and shit. So I feel like let's do that. Let's help the teachers in that way. Let's make them privatize their income and how they make income. And I 
think that's a solid plan. Not for the government that's <laughs> that's stressing out of their mind right now. Hey, let's sell some shit. You know, Statue of Liberty, how much? Boom, boom, boom. Auction that off. Do we need do we need to own that? Sorry, France. Do you want to buy it back? We could ship it to you, but you have to cover shipping. It's like eBay, right? <laughs> um, what else don't we need? What are some use, useless landmarks that we don't need? I mean, at this point, the Statue of Liberty, it's not that everybody's seen it. And if, you, if you're not born yet and you see this and the Statue of Liberty is no longer here, well, you should just look at it at, in a book or on YouTube, you know? Someone's out there is bound to have a 4K video of the Statue of Liberty. But um, what else can we do to free up some government money? <laughs> Imagine if America just starts to go fund me. Hey, we need we need money, please. <laughs> Someone said on Twitter, and I wish I would have screenshotted the tweet, but it's like, yo, send them a thousand two hundred. Oh, and someone else said they can't just cut out coffee and avocado toast. Twitter got the jokes, I swear to God. Someone oh, someone also said, Oh, they did they did, they, did, they did not did they not have six months worth of savings? ready to go in case something happened like this. So, at the end of it, America's going to run out of money. It's supposed to be a bad thing. It's supposed to be catastrophic. I don't know how it's going to go, uh, but I just feel like we're just going to government's going to shut down. Everything's going to go everything's going to try to stay the same, but a lot of people are going to have a lot of free time, I think. Cuz the government does employ a lot of people and we'll just have to wait and see. October 18th, mark it on your calendar. Let's see what happens. Um Hopefully nothing bad happens. Hopefully we're all good and safe and dandy. We're not having another toilet paper incident because of coronavirus. Let's not. Let's hope we don't do that again. But that was this week's Idol Talk. I'm Fernando, and I'll see you next week.